Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to Sharp Lessons, everybody. Stadium Sports Betting Podcast. Ben Wittenstein next to me, the professor, Nate Jacobson. And Nate, after Super Wildcard Weekend, how are you doing? Pretty good. I think the results went our way. Uh, the Jaguars, for me, very lucky on Saturday night. We'll talk a little bit more about their game kind of right off the top. And then the Giants, I, I was happy with how that played out. And I know Ben had a prop that kind of correlated how we thought the play was going to go. And then the Cowboys last night to cap off a, a nice week where a lot of people I know were on the Bucks, a lot of smart people I know were on the Bucks. It's always worrisome going against people and, and battling their opinions because in the long run, it's probably not going to work out. But uh, stuck to our guns on the Cowboys first half full game, and it was quite an easy winner compared to kind of how I was feeling before the game where I was a little bit unsure if the, the Cowboys were the right side, but they really showed up and the Bucks kind of showed who they were throughout the whole regular season or at least most of the regular season up until the fourth quarter when Tom Brady would bail them out of a comeback. <laughs> Did not work yesterday nope. because even though uh, Brett Maher missed four extra points, it still wasn't enough was for ridiculous. them to catch up. So pretty wild game, and I think it sets up for a really nice divisional weekend coming up. And just one show this week is we're going to kind of just share our early thoughts for these games and then have some uh, – no, you're going on a trip. Yeah. So we're uh, just going to be one podcast this week. So I already made four bets for this week and probably won't add more. So basically we're uh, it's kind of a mixture of our thoughts of the game and a little maybe talk it out plus – the things that I actually bet, and I know, Ben, you might have some stuff. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, we'll probably tweet it out by uh, later the week. I mean, I'm, I'll be at a bachelor party in the in the wonderful city of New Orleans, but uh, I could still beautiful give out city. some of my picks. It is a beautiful city. I'm, I'm excited. should be fun. Yep. Um, and I hope you will be able to watch some of the games on Saturday. So And you'll be able to bet because that's yeah, it's one of the only there, yeah. states in the South that has legal sports betting. Maybe Mississippi does too, but I know Louisiana has mobile sports betting, so it's almost like you're – are in Illinois, so you're going to uh, yeah. be okay in terms of Love that. it. Listen, I can't go to any states that don't have legal sports gambling. That's just – can't do it anymore. Yeah. Can't vacation. Can't Sorry. go to Wisconsin anymore. No, no, no California. Sorry. Get it together. <laughs> fix, fix the issue because uh, come to the year 2023, like half the states in this country. Honestly. Uh, and as you said, we did really good last week. Six and two for our picks that yep. we had for all the games, which was awesome. Love to see it. So let's let's try to kind of find a similar track – Going into this week, uh, we have uh, – let's just start out with some of the games that we have. Jaguars-Chiefs, first game of the weekend. Uh, eight and a half is the spread in favor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Total's at 53, and that total, Nate, has been uh, has been moving, moving up. Yeah, it makes sense. It's moving up 5-1 uh, and one to the over, the game's wild card weekend. The only game that didn't go over was last night's game on Monday. Cowboys-Bucks that fell under by half a point, so – I know there was a lot of intrigue in terms of the total at the end with yeah. Mike Evans' almost touchdown that would have gone over every number. 
uh, and a game that was very low scoring to start and then the bucks joined the joined the party and got some points of their own but it fell short so makes sense here why we're seeing a move up in the total because these games have gone over so far in the playoffs but also just think of this matchup between these two teams the jacksonville jaguars a team that last week was down 27 7 at halftime and then ended up winning 31 to 30 so a team that played well over and a team that has the offense that can come back if they're down in a game and you'd expect the kansas city chiefs to start off well off the bye off against the jaguars defense that I mean, two weeks ago had trouble with Josh Dobbs for three quarters in the Titans. So they struggled with Justin Herbert, although they did turn the ball over to help a lot of those Chargers uh, scoring drives early. But uh, defensively, I have a lot of questions about Jacksonville, and I think the Chiefs, with extra time to prepare, are going to be good offensively. So something I bet in this game is the Chiefs team total over. I bet over 30.5. I'll play that up to 31. I think the Jaguars are going to struggle to stop this Chiefs offense, and I think that justifies uh, the uh, move in the over from 51.5 to 53 on Tuesday morning. Yeah, it's that's such a high over. And, and the thing is, with something like that, I tend to trust that number because it is such a weird number. Sometimes you'll see 51.5 if people think it's going to be a high total, maybe some 52s. 53 is up there, uh, sure. and that number really indicates to me that there is – a lot of scoring expected that a lot of smart bettors know that there's going to be a lot of scoring. You're picking the over on the Kansas City team total. I like the over just in general. I don't really trust either of these teams' defense, to be quite honest. And I know Kansas City has shown to be fairly decent defensively. And you look at some of their numbers and they've done a good job against some teams, but then, you know, they give up 24 points against Denver. They've they've given up 24 points against Houston. They gave 28 points against Denver in one of their first games against the Broncos. So this is a this is a Kansas City team that can give up give up some points. And I think the Jaguars now offensively, they're rolling. Trevor Lawrence has looked good. You saw it in the second half of that game when they finally figure it out. They know what they're doing. I like the over in this game. I don't know if I could lay the eight and a half of Kansas City knowing that they can sometimes struggle against the spread and kind of seeing what happened this past weekend with some of the underdogs. So I'll probably go and lean total-wise. I like the over for Kansas City, and I just like the over in general. Yeah, I think the spread's okay with this game, but because it's at eight and a half, it's, it's a know, weird perfect number. range for a teaser. So there you go. another thing I played, uh, second bet of the weekend, uh, Jacksonville and Kansas City teasing the Chiefs down from eight and a half to minus two and a half so make sure you go through the two key numbers and i'm going to pair them with the eagles which is the next game we'll talk about tease them from minus seven to minus one right now you have the access to tease the eagles from minus seven and a half to minus one and a half so kansas city philly the two teams that had the bye week that were fully rested for these games i like them basically to win the game uh and and teasing those down uh, minus 120 some of the books offer that on the 6.2 team teaser yeah 100 uh do you have any any other plays any other leans in this game no just something i think might be talked about and i kind of forgot honestly was these two teams actually played on november 13th mm-hmm. uh chiefs win 27 to 17 chiefs close minus nine and a half total close 51 and a half so around where we are at this they went at way this under too they did, but there was a lot of yards. It just wasn't finishing drives. Um, so maybe a little bit of a misleading under. But back then, the Jags, after that loss, were 3-7. and seven, And it looked like the season was it was done for them. So they had to buy the next week and kind of figured some things out. And ending up win that AFC South. But, yes, yeah, so I think that 
does the number for me makes sense i just i like the teaser just because it's the math says it's a it's a good bet um i guess i just checked the weather it's gonna be low 40s on saturday afternoon in kansas city not ideal for a team from jacksonville but also this time of year in kansas city not too bad of weather for for some scoring so uh jacksonville kansas city i like the chiefs over their team total 30 and a half and i'm using the Chiefs is one leg of a two-team six-point teaser. The last cold game it looked like it looks like the Jaguars played was against the Jets. I'm not 100% Very sure rainy. what the temperature was that game, but that was the last yeah. time they had an opportunity to play in the cold. If I remember right, it wasn't too cold temperature-wise. It was really rainy, and I would throw away that performance by the Jacksonville defense because they got to play Zach Wilson, who we don't have to go <laughs> Any on defense about against that. Zach Wilson. We're, we're not talking about the Jets on any postseason podcast. <laughs> Let's do the Giants and the Eagles. Eagles are favored by seven and a half. Total is 48 at this one. Just at an initial look, uh, I know their first matchup, Nate, between the Giants and the Eagles went way over. Second matchup went under. I kind of like the under here. Uh, I, I hope and I wish I could get like 49, 49 and a half. And I, I don't know if it's going to go up much higher than 48, but I do think because of the familiarity between these teams, we might get a bit of a lower scoring game. And also, this is a completely nonsensical reason, but we saw all overs over Wild Card Weekend. We have to see an under at some point. And I think a game with a relatively high total like this of division foes, maybe we get a a, a matchup where it goes under. I mean, we don't have to get an under. We I, have I mean, to. Uh, the numbers say we have to. I mean – We can't always go over. If if sportsbooks and, and odds makers are, are inflating the numbers higher because of what happened last week, then yes. But if they're not reacting to that, then it just doesn't have to go – you know, the trends that don't matter – like doesn't – uh, make a difference, I guess. Uh, you mentioned the first game went over. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the second game went under. I'd actually throw away anything you saw from that second game because it was Giants at Eagles week 18, Eagles playing yep. for the division, Giants locked in the sixth seed. So the Giants rested key players, which helped them this past week against the Vikings. So I'd throw away any like data from that and any betting trends or, or whatever. But I think you can take a lot from that December 11th game in New Jersey Eagles closed minus seven against the Giants. They win 48 to 22. This was before Jalen Hurts had the injured um, shoulder. He suffered that injury the next week. But I bet the Eagles at minus seven. I mentioned I teased them with the Chiefs, and, and I like them at minus seven, seven and a half. I would just tease them. But at minus seven, I feel like that's a bit of a bargain because this game's in Philly. And the Eagles are rested, yep. and the Giants have a short week because they played Sunday afternoon, and now they play Saturday night. So maybe there's, you know, you can downgrade the Eagles because their injuries with, you know, Jalen Hurts, Elaine uh, Johnson, who I know got uh, injured and missed a few games late in the season, last two games I believe, when he got hurt in the game against the Cowboys in Week 16, and maybe like Hurts is 100, percent and maybe the Giants deserve an upgrade based you know from that December 11th meeting um, or since that December 11th meeting just because they have been playing better and they they looked good last week but they also looked good last week in a game I kind of expected them to play well against the Vikings defense that was letting guys open 15 10 15 yards downfield in the secondary so I'm just going to trust the Eagles to be healthier over this bye week having the rest advantage 
and just this step up in competition that the Giants are going from the Vikings to the Eagles and what's going to be a raucous crowd in Philadelphia on Saturday night. So I'm just going to kind of trust that the Eagles are are fully healthy, ready to go, and that maybe this is a good time to sell high on the Giants off their playoff win last week. All of the situational signs seem to point towards Philly dominating again, uh, and even the number. The number opened at seven at a lot of places and got immediately bet up, and you see seven and a half. Well, I, there was some eight and a half actually on the on the first opener, and I woke up Monday morning and I saw seven across the board, and then we saw some seven and a half. So there definitely was interest on the Giants early, and once it got to seven, it got to where we are right now. It's at seven and a half. So kind of battling thoughts on this game, which kind of surprised me. Um, thought the Eagles would be a bigger favorite, but. Yeah, that's that's where we are at least on a Tuesday. I I am a little concerned that Mike Kafka used all of his offensive play calling up in that first game in the yeah. wild card game because we did see some trick plays. They were clearly very prepared for this game. Clearly very prepared yeah. against the Vikings. And the Vikings really didn't need to do much. Their defense was terrible. They helped them out by having an awful defense. So, I am a little worried how this offense reacts again by facing a, a good Eagles defense I I totally agree I, I think it's just a big step up in competition I know the Eagles defense hasn't been perfect this season they've had some injuries of their own in the second half of the season but fully rested fully prepared uh, I respect what you know Mike Kafka you mentioned and also Brian Dable the head coach who obviously has a huge hand in in the play calling and, and the development of some of these offensive players uh, but I just, I don't know. I, I think the Eagles have to be the only way you could look in this game. I think if you're betting the Giants now, you're kind of betting them at their uh, their highest point, given that they were a seven-point favorite at home just over a month ago against the same Eagles team, and they got absolutely boat raced. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Let's go to Sunday. Bengals at the Bills. Minus five in favor of Buffalo. Total is at 48. Another relatively high total for these two teams. Um... I didn't love the way the Bengals' offensive line looked, and I know that was kind of the big story with their injuries and, and Joe Burrow just getting hit every which way. Um, it's interesting that they're not – you know, the Joe Mixon usage is interesting to me too because he was such a big part of that offense early on in the season, and seemingly he's been losing some snap percentage counts. I would lean towards the Bills, but these are just – the Bills, again – on paper, you would think, all right, this is a team that should dominate pretty much every game that they play in. And then there's just there's times where Josh Allen makes a stupid throw, gets picked off. Sometimes their offense just stalls out for whatever reason. And their defense can sometimes look shaky. So five is such a weird number to me that I don't know if I could make a lean either way. Yeah, I think that's fair right now at the current price. Um, I was hoping to be able to bet Bills minus three at some point. I was hoping it would open minus three right. just because the Bills didn't look so good against the Dolphins, only winning that game by three points on Sunday. thought there might be a little bit of an overreaction, but then the Bengals go out, get probably outplayed by the Ravens, and they still end up winning by seven points playing Tyler Huntley's Baltimore Ravens, not covering. So because of that, we weren't able to get the price discount. And 
funny story. I was looking at the DraftKings and like FanDuel's and some of the other sports books, and when they posted this game, Bengals against the Bills, the first number I saw was Bills minus six, and then all of a sudden it was five and a half, and then five, then mm-hmm. four and a half, then four, then all the way to three and a half. And I was like, okay, maybe the threes are coming. So people were obviously at the very like mo- few minutes that they had access to it were betting the Bengals from plus six down to minus three and a half. And then the buyback happened and set that up to minus four. On Monday morning, it was pretty much four across the board, and then it went up to five with news that left tackle Jonah Williams was considered week to week. The reason why the left tackle being out is important is because the right side of the offensive line is already out for the Bengals. They lost Lyle Collins in week 16. They lost Alex Kappa, the right guard, in week 18. So down three starting offensive linemen, two of the guys who I mentioned, the, the right side of the line, or two guys they paid heavily in free agency to solve some of their offensive line issues. So I am very worried about this Bengals offensive line going into a raucous atmosphere in Buffalo. I bet a little bit of Bills minus four, thinking that that was probably the best number we're going to get because I was worried about the Bengals offensive line and that the Bengals didn't play well against the Ravens. Coupled with the fact that I just think the Bills are going to play their best game in this kind of setting is like a a moderate favorite thing against the Dolphins when they were like a 14 point favorite and they're up 17 nothing they got a little bit reckless and careless with some of their offensive play calling I'd expect the Bills to be very focused in this game and this is a Buffalo team that week 17 the game that ended up being uh resulted in a no contest the bills got bet up to minus two and a half in cincinnati on a monday night so i think it's pretty reasonable now the you know the adjustment that with the flip of home field to bills minus five and just kind of looking at some of the point spreads some places even have five and a half and six so interesting to see where this number goes i'm in on the bills at minus four i'm not sure if i'd I'd lay five at least right now but Definitely something uh, to watch and definitely one of the more entertaining games of the uh, the season. I kind of like Bill's first half. Um, if it's under th- under three, maybe. Yeah, and, and I don't know where some of these places are, are marking it, but I do kind of like Bill's first half. You can get mm-hmm. yeah, you can get three in yeah. most places. Um, I do. They they had a back in that week seventeen game. They had a slow start to that game, um, and I wasn't expecting that. And I think you know from whatever small amount of tape they can get from that game. Maybe they'll figure out some of the issues that they had to start that one out, and it was on the road. Now they're back at home, and I know they were talking about – on the broadcast they were talking about how, you know, we weren't sure how Buffalo was going to come out in against the Dolphins after a very emotional Week 18, yeah. knowing DeMar Hamlin was is generally going to be all right and, and all the emotions that come with that and dealing with that from the week before. They came out, and they looked really good, and then kind of the second half you kind of started seeing a little bit of tired legs, some big mistakes, things like that. I think for this game – they, they're back in its middle of the playoffs. They had that week after an emotional week. I think they're going to be all right. I think they're going to come out strong against the Cincinnati Bengals team that we have seen. You know, if they don't get a fumble on the goal line, they might not even be in this game. So I, I right. think I think betting on Buffalo, at least in the first half, and we've kind of seen that as a trend during Super Wild Card Weekend where the teams that people kind of expected to win had pretty strong starts, and then they fumbled the bag in the second half. So – as long as his number stays three, if maybe Cincinnati can get more money and this can get down to minus two and a half for the Bills, I don't hate it. In, in terms of the first half? Yeah. Yeah, I think minus three is is okay. I would definitely not lay minus three and a half, but I think that's a, a pretty fair look. And I'm not sure if we brought this up, but the total in this game got bet down from 50 and a half to 48. So mm-hmm. 
which I think is a pretty uh, league average total, uh, especially this season. Um, interesting line move, I guess, because I checked the weather and doesn't seem like there's anything crazy in Buffalo weather-wise. So maybe just some worry about this Bengals offensive offense in general because of their offensive line, because they really got shut down in the second half of both games against the Baltimore Ravens the last two weeks. Maybe they're, you know, it's a, a different looking defense will do wonders for the Bengals offense, but at the same time, Buffalo is a tough place to play. Yeah, 100%. So I, that'll be one of the more fun games of the weekend for sure. The most watched game of the weekend will probably be that uh, Sunday evening, Sunday night game, Dallas and San Francisco. That line is sitting at uh, three and a half in favor of the home team 49ers. 46, 46 and a half looks like uh, most of the totals out there. Another another weird line, Nate, at three and a half. You know, you've got your seven and a half for the Giants in Philly, through a key number of seven. This one's through a key number of three for the 49ers. Um, is, it, uh, is it interesting to say that maybe we're getting eh, a slight discount for the 49ers with how well Dallas played in their Monday night football game against, uh, against the uh, Buccaneers? Potentially. So when you said it's kind of a weird line, do you think it's like a wrong line? Or do no, you not think weird. It's just I guess um, like a, a, another, a fair line. It seems almost trappy with three and a half because it's gotcha. like, uh, it's just, it's a, it's not a weird number in that it, it happens a lot, three and a half. But again, it's that weird number that it's through three. San Francisco, you know, you're looking at this game and you see how Dallas ended their season. They had a really good game against the Bucks. Tom Brady looked terrible. I, I mean, I don't. I don't know if that was a true sign of how good Dallas is or isn't. Yeah. And San Francisco looked good, but how how much longer is the Brock Purdy experiment <laughs> going to last? Well, I thought Purdy actually struggled a bit against the Seahawks, and the fact that it was like his bad game and he still threw for over 300 yards is kind of a good sign for the 49ers going forward that Bur- Purdy, at least for the short term, might be the real deal. Right. It is a step up in class, though, based on who the 49ers have played in this run with Purdy whether it was the Bucks, the Seahawks, the Commanders, the Raiders, the Cardinals, and then the Seahawks again last week. So it's kind of been a fortunate, you know, easy schedule and, and a lot of home games mixed in there for Purdy. They are at home and for this game, but the Cowboys pass rush with Micah Parsons and some of those guys who were able to get after Tom Brady last week um, are going to probably be able to pressure Brock Purdy a little bit, and it's going to be up to the 49ers offensive line and just kind of their offensive scheme to protect Purdy and probably run the ball a lot or get their you know star players out in, in quick passes out in open space. So interested to see the matchup in that game. I think the line – does make sense i think based on my numbers i i kind of put together i think this line is fair i think the biggest question in this game is trying to figure out the rest advantage that the 49ers have the travel advantage the 49ers have yeah and that the cowboys are playing their fourth straight road game in four weeks that's a lot i know they're going to get up for this playoff game but when you go from a monday night playoff game in tampa bay with a turnaround a sunday late e- or early evening you know and, and and late afternoon in san francisco with a, with a long trip going to dallas in between and having short rest playing a team who played on saturday afternoon doesn't have to leave at all they haven't had to leave san francisco since they went to vegas in week 17 so they they haven't traveled at all really san francisco during this you know f- kind of last half of the season really so the situational advantages really favor San Francisco, and I think that's why we're out to minus three and a half in this game. 
I think if there wasn't anything like that, if this game was situationally neutral, it probably 49ers minus three would make a little bit of sense. I know I was hoping for 49ers minus three, uh, especially after the Cowboys looked so good in front of on the national stage. Yep. It never got there. I saw some books open four and a half, and then it went down to four, and now we're at three and a half. If it gets to minus three, I'll have at least something on San Francisco, but I am not in any rush to bet this game if it stays at three and a half. With the way the line has been moving, it definitely seems like if it does get to three, it's going to be at three for five minutes because yeah. it's been three and a half. It's been or it'll be like three minus one twenty five, and you're like, eh, yeah, I don't yeah, know if I, I want to do that. that. I can maybe like it's a high price. wait a couple minutes and try to bet something live. So. The 49ers are the way I'm looking in this game just because I think that situational stuff with the rest advantage actually does matter in this game. And, I mean, the Cowboys looked great on Monday night, but going into that game, people were making them seem like they were like a league average team. So yeah. does the perception flip that quick just because they played really well? I mean, two weeks ago they were horrible against the commander. So which Cowboys team shows up? Obviously they have the upside to win this game, but the 49ers have the talent and – Probably the coaching advantage in this game, just looking at the two head coaches, where I wouldn't be surprised if they won this game comfortably. Yeah, I, I think this is – at this point, I think this is San Francisco's game to lose. This is San Francisco's game to lose the cover. Um, I don't, that three-and-a-half scares me, though, Nate. It, it really does. So I, I honestly think this might be a good live betting game, like you said. You yeah. maybe You maybe – hell maybe dallas gets the ball first and marches down the field you can get san francisco down to minus one and a half or something so i i have been live betting the playoffs at least last week and i've been moderately successful doing that especially with how wild some of these game swings have been Uh, and i'm not expecting much different from this weekend this upcoming weekend so live betting might be one of my favorite ways to go especially live betting some team totals if a team struggles, especially this late into the playoffs. If a team struggles to score early on its first couple of drives, they're too good because they're at this point, they're too good of a team to just completely stop scoring. So maybe you can get their team total at a discount after half a quarter, after a quarter. So things like that is, is stuff that I've been attacking at least in the past week for the Super Wild Card weekend. And for the most part, it's been successful. Yeah, I think uh, based on the uh, results of the NFL this year, any game is a good live betting game. Because yeah, right. Sometimes trying to predict what happens before is uh, is quite difficult. So it is. I would uh, I'd recommend live betting. I know I sometimes don't live bet too much, but I kind of look at the live lines just to kind of get an idea about certain things. Um, and I think like so the Vikings go down, score that touchdown against the Giants. And all of a sudden, you can get the Giants like plus six and a half. I'm like, yeah. the Giants haven't even touched the ball yet. Like, the Vikings having a good opening script was not like completely surprising. And you could have got the Giants at a really good number that would have easily covered, even if the, like the game went to overtime or something. So, being patient and like kind of having an idea of what you might want to do. But then, so when the opportunity arises, you could bet that quickly because the numbers do move quickly and based on like the delays if you're like watching a you know youtube tv or something you might be like a minute behind so yeah right probably wait during the commercial wait during the commercials don't be guessing like what probably happened if you haven't even seen it yet so yeah yeah yeah, i think live betting any game and as you mentioned team totals could be a a good way to go because those numbers might not uh update as fast yeah I, i love the team totals and for the example the cowboys last night they scored six points they had some struggles kicking it and they had some struggles after that they got to 12 and you know, I think after they scored their first touchdown, because it was a little bit before that they were struggling to move the ball, their right. team total was like 20, 21 and a half. 
and they soared over that. So I, I think there's definitely team total wise, you can get some good numbers and also just fading trends that are happening in the game. If a team has not scored after their last two or three drives, they're too good. They're in the playoffs. They're in almost to the conference championship. They're, they're too good of a teams at this point to have that continue. They're most likely going to score. They're most likely going to get some type of field position to get themselves in a field goal range. So that might be a good time after you see a team go three and out three times in a row, maybe bet their spread at a pretty good number. Yeah, I think last night uh, both teams went three and out twice each in the like first five minutes. Yeah. Like, what a dud of a game this might end up being. And then the Cowboys end up having a nice scoring drive, and obviously they missed extra points, which ended up hurting the uh, total in the game. But yep. You could have gotten – if you bet the over <laughs> after those first three or four drives, you would have hit it. Yeah, I think it was down to um, – I think it was down like 40 and a half or something. Yeah. So, yeah. Those first quarters are great, as we saw in the playoffs, because things can change on a dime in the NFL. I'm not oh, yeah. the first person to say that, but yeah. it's, it's a good live betting opportunity, especially come playoff time, because things are so tight and things normally don't continue on as they have been. Um, but I, I think that'll do it. It's a Tuesday night, so we don't really want to make full picks for this game just quite yet. I know you like the Chiefs team total over right now. Um, I'll probably look to do some live betting in the 49ers direction come Sunday night. Um, Bills, Pangles, I, I don't know. Maybe Bills. Yeah. Um, I like the Bills at minus four, minus five. I'd look their way. I just really think the Bengals struggle offensively yeah. in this game, and that probably explains why this total has, has moved down on a Tuesday. Let's see where, where it goes from here. Um, I'll have an article later this week, probably Friday, previewing all these games and sharing my final bets for these games. I also have a golf article that will either be published on Tuesday or Wednesday. And yeah, I, what do you I, like? I bet a few things. You already made some bets on Tuesday. I love yeah, it. Yeah, so it's the American Express. Not the best tournament, but a pretty decent field. So just going to quickly run down my picks. And if you want explanations, you could read that article at washington.com or follow me on Twitter. I'll have that posted. Uh, but I bet Cameron Young, 22-1. to 1, Cam Davis, 50-1. to 1, Sahith Tagala, 60-1. to 1, Keith Mitchell, 100-1. to 1, Will Gordon, 125-1. Wow. Luke List 150 to 1 and Brendan Steele 150 to 1. So a nice seven pack of picks with some longer shots where you don't have to bet a lot of money to win a lot. So that's my uh, American Express betting card. Might add another name just seeing to see where the number goes. So yeah, that's. Uh, that's gonna sounds like a full weekend with uh, these four <laughs> big games. Divisional weekend is always yeah. one of the best weekends of football of the year because all these teams are good. There's a couple scrappy underdogs who are actually well coached and fun to watch. So I think they could at least kind of keep the game, make the game interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I've have kind of betting against them, but then the Sunday, really good slate with the Bengals, Bills, and then the Cowboys be a and fun day. Niners. So enjoy the weekend, everyone. It's uh, it's uh, it's a fun fun time of year. Love and, it. Uh, yeah, well, this is the only podcast this week, so uh, enjoy the rest of your week. And, but more and content. Good luck with all the bets. More yeah. content on social. Check the articles. Yes. yes.